name's Breeze. This is the MMA Breeze Show. Today we got Greg Hardy, UFC heavyweight. Man, I uh, I think it's funny we're chatting now at this point in your career. I actually live right here in Charlotte, North Carolina, man. Been here for the last, uh, I don't think, 15 years now, man. But I'm from New York, hence the, the Giants jersey. I know we're talking MMA, but I figured I'm talking to Greg Hardy. I should throw on a, a jersey. But, uh, but yeah, man, speaking of the NFL, you know, obviously you're, you're priming up in the UFC. Do you still watch the games on Sundays? Do you still keep up with everything? Do you miss it at all? How attached are you still to the game? Uh, I fucks with the game, man. I love it. But I don't really be having time to watch watch TV or uh, jump onto the games. I watch my friends. Like, if I got guys still in, I'll jump on, check them out, see how the Cowboys are doing, see how the Panthers are doing. But. It's really been uh, eyes on the UFC, bro, and super focused, man, film and so on and so forth. You know, that, that ish goes. Yeah, no no doubt about it, no doubt. Uh, just to, as far as Charlotte goes, man, how did you enjoy your time here? You missed the Queen City at all? Oh, bro, I'm always down. I'm always down for Charlotte, man. That was one of the best times of my life, man. Really spent most of my life, you know, adult life, in Charlotte. So, you know, I'm always son, – my son and family still live there. It's just, it's, it's always going to be a good place for me, you know. Didn't have a, a good ending with the football team, but me and the city have always gotten along, man. Right on, man. I know that's right. I got every everybody here whenever your UFC fights come on. I got my buddy, one of my best friends, has the Panthers uh, tatted on his chest. And him and his <laughs> brothers are all big fans of you, man. So they keep up. But, yeah, man, it's Charlotte's only getting better, man. It's industrializing like crazy. Lots of buildings going up. So it's a good time, and it's only getting better. But at what's that? everything's changing it's crazy oh yeah no doubt man no doubt but you know on another note you know a lot of other exciting things are happening before we get into mma i know you got a degree in graphic design man congratulations on that um you know are you uh are you planning you got any plans to use that right now you about to drop mma like that or are you just getting it because it's something you've been uh looking at for a while man you know my thing has always been you know get it done attack accomplish and that's just, that was just something on my on my list that I needed to get done and I, out of college you know I came I came out the, like in my junior year the first time and ended up going back because of like a hurt foot and to get my degree mm-hmm. and then ended up leaving again early to, to go to early combine training and just never never got back around to it man and gr- growing up you know you realize you want to do stuff you know law firms or be a lawyer I don't know you know you got to go back to school for all that so just to keep accomplishing stuff man I felt like I had to get that done to open up some some of the next doors in my life yeah man absolutely and you know you're gonna obviously you still got a long time in MMA but it looks like you've uh, entertained you know what what goes on after that I know that's been a big thing for athletes is to start being more cognizant and aware of you know life after sports you have any big plans after after MMA you know you're gonna be one of the guys that sticks around in the gym and opens up a gym or you know are you probably gonna be doing something else hopefully some graphic design man but no I'm you know I, I plan on after this probably trying to play some overseas basketball and then being a business mogul, man, you know, start my own shark tank or something. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it, man. And so I, I uh, those are my, those are my next big boy sports business and uh, basketball. Basketball. Huh? You've been a hoop in your whole life or. Oh yeah. I played for Ole Miss University of Mississippi. Yeah. yeah but are you uh, still hooping today? Oh yeah, for sure. I just, yo, after my last, uh, no, Maurice Green fight. I went up to San Diego, man, and played an ABA basketball game. Really? Okay, so you still no time for football, but basketball's got its place with you. 
Hey. All right, cool. I'm trying to take over everything I haven't already, you know? I love it, man. I love it. Check it off the bucket list. Right on. I was uh, I was speaking to uh, Eric Anders recently, man, just actually yesterday or the day before. We were talking about football and the things that translated from that. You're obviously a, a multi-sport athlete, always have been. You know, what uh, not what not only, you know, speak on the, the physicality and explosiveness that you get you know, the advantage from with, with formalized sport like football, but also the culture, you know, and the discipline, you know, and, and speak on that and, and everything that you were able to take from football and bring to your MMA game today. And I was lucky to be one of the, uh, the 1% of the 1% when I was playing. So I got to, you know, meet with Leon Lutz, Charles Haley's, you know, I got to be around Des Bryant. Got to be, I got to be around one of the sickest, you know, uh, Chicago Bears defenders of all time as a coach, man. Just the people I got to be around and being at that, at that level allowed me to, you know, start picking up their habits and start to get the inside look at, like, what it actually takes to be elite, man. And the blessing is when I got here into this MMA thing, you know, I was on my own. And I found that everybody, everybody's really on their own in, the, in, in this sport. And those habits and stuff, tr like, translated over into helping me keep my itch together, man. Cause you know, it's the eating, it's the stretching, it's the everything. Like it's, there's so many uh, facets in mixed martial arts, bro. That like, I feel like, yo, MMA needs it more than football does really, but yeah. nobody really has it unless, you know, you're elite as hell. <laughs> I know that's true, man. Watching heavyweights, you know, it's kind of reminds me of high school wrestling where People sometimes are like, hey, you know, they're, they're, they're a lot slower and sometimes they call them fish, you know, And but you come in and you change that whole stereotype about the heavyweights, man. Like you come in, you're explosive, you're strong, you're athletic, you know, just like some of the, the lower weight classes, man. So in your division, do you feel like that's one of your biggest advantages is that, you know, you have that elite formalized discipline and uh, explosion and, and athleticism? 100%, man. I'm, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a class on my own, you know, and like the funniest stuff happens when people like talk to me about Derek Lewis or Ngannou and it's just like, oh yeah, those, those little guys, are, I'm, I'm talking, it's like, those little guys are nice, man. They're like little guys. <laughs> little. Yeah. They're tiny. Don't move very fast. <laughs> so like Derek Lewis was on Instagram getting his car broken into, bro. It was, it was, and the perfect, the perfect example is my man was driving a, 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 a minivan, I think. Like, bro, Derek Lewis is that minivan. <laughs> He's in MMA, bro. Oh, that's, the, that's, that's the athletic version, you know? Like, I'm the I'm the Hummer, man. That's a metaphor you know, for I, his I, style. Get up, I, I can get up to 190, 200. I'm going to run you completely over. I'm a tank. Like, those other guys are just big. They're big vehicles, you know? They, they look <laughs> a lot of background, and they move a little bit faster than the other guys. So that's that's my take on it. No, no doubt, man. I, I knew when you came in, I always knew, like, I didn't know how much fighting you knew when you first came to the UFC and everything in MMA. You know, I, I didn't know how you were going to pan out, but I knew your athleticism was for real. And I knew that was an advantage you were going to have. Turns out you can fight. And I think for me, the big, like, eye-opening fight, man, was uh, when you fought uh, Volkov or whatever. It was a uh, big, long guy. He's number four right now. And, uh, I knew I saw you were having success, but you know, even though you, you know, you didn't get the nod that day, man. Like you were, you had plenty of your own moments, and that's like I said, top, 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 top guy, and he's a big guy, unorthodox guy, long guy, 
not a lot of people can emulate him. So, you know, how did you feel coming out of that match? Did you feel any any small victories that day or you kind of tough on yourself not getting the nod? I was hurt just because like I'm not a loser, you know. <clears throat> That's not my it's not my cup of tea. Like I don't I don't take it very well cuz I don't I don't I don't like to allow that kind of stuff in my life, man. Never have, never will sway I roll, but I was super excited once I like it wore off and I got to watch the film and I just I actually saw what what, what happened instead of mm-hmm. kind of BSing and crying over a loss <clears throat> and trying to you know work myself to death. It was just like bro, and see, and actually seeing you know what he was doing to other people you know like well because uh, I just saw what he did to Walt Harris man like that's a that's a fighter fighter bro like Walt yeah like yeah he put him away bro and like. Even going back, my coaches, you know, told me to like, hey, go look at what he did to Derek Lewis, but like, don't look at the last couple of seconds. Like, and it's like, man, he beat the crap out of him. Like, mm-hmm. he was a very, he's a very accomplished guy. And like you said, he's long. And I started to see those things, and it's like, bro, I belong here, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of where I realized, like, I'm, a, I'm a fighter now. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a football player playing or um, yeah. fighting you know, or trying to transition. Like, I'm an actual fighter now. Like, now it's now it's time to develop different stuff. Yeah, it's time man. to get instead of a fighter instead of an athlete trying to make his way, you know? Yeah, man, absolutely. I was I was taken back by that fight. I was impressed that you went on and you had some great performances after that. You know, I, I know you're uh, you're looking to bounce back here against a game guy that's going to give you stand-up war. You know, uh, wh- what do you take about that stylistic matchup that you have coming up here with uh, Tuvasa, uh with, with uh, what he brings and, and how it matches up to you? I think it's going to be twofold for me, man. Like, on the, on the, on the, on the first level, it's about to be entertaining as hell. And that's, 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 where, that's where I shine, bro. Like, I, sh- I show up to dance on the field and talk shit and fuck up your quarterback, kind of. You know what I'm saying? That's my mindset. All right, yeah. I think he's down, you know? Like, he's been talking. Like, he's all of his other fights, he's down. He's been talking like he's down. So it's just like, yo, I'm going to get him to bleed a little bit for y'all and then put him away. And everybody's going to love that ish. And then on the other end, like, it's giving me time to get back into the lab and fix that last Marcin Tibera fucking the freaking mix-up, man. It's just... Mm-hmm. detail here detail there so that you know moving down the road i can go ahead and get back to my five fights a year kind of ish yeah whoever whoever, whoever comes up you know wrestler not wrestler mm-hmm. they all can get it now all right cool man that's something i was going to ask you too man so you get past this uh this fight with little damage uh you know what how many more times would you like to fight this year bro i'm trying to push out at least two more two three more right on man if I, get, if, I, if I get four of them this year man it'd be dope I love it, man. We all freaking love it, man. And on the card you're fighting with now coming up here with, you know, Connor and Dustin, the trilogy, you know, you've got some big names on that card, man. What's that I like? Feel, I feel like I'm always on the most savage cards. <laughs> you, I, you got a good <laughs> How it works out, like people start falling, even if I want a crap card, like people start falling out and then all of a sudden all the substitutions, all the substitutes are knockout artists <laughs> with, with, with five <laughs> It's crazy, man. I, I love it. It's, it's, it's my personal favorite, bro. I, I feel like it takes me back to the field again. Like, that's Big the face. show. Yeah. Everybody wants to see face. Nobody wants to see people hugging each other. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, you, do you feel pressure with that? Like, with the big stage, with all the, the fans and the lights and, you know, the, the promotion promotions, everyone turns on their TV and they see a promo for a Connor fight whenever Connor's coming up. You know, how does that affect you come fight day? Or are you just used to it, you know, born and I mean, raised through it? I'm born to race through it, bro. I had I had one that was different. My first one, that was out of space, kind of different, all alone out there on on that lonely walkway. But after that one, it was just like, oh yeah, this is the same. I can tune these guys out. I can tune them in. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, it's man. just 
like a stadium. It's less than a stadium, actually. Yeah, no, it is. I know Connor has been calling to get his stadium uh, match for a while now. I don't know uh, how close that's coming to reality. But, uh, but you know, uh, fighting with all these guys, you know, and, and the pay-per-views and everything like that, you know, do, do you are you a guy who's in this for like, hey, I just want to get my name as big as possible, cash in, cash out? You know, there's a lot of other organizations out there right now that are throwing up big money, uh, you know, or are you like, hey, I want to stay with the UFC and keep getting, you know, the top competition and submit my name, you know, as one of the greats in heavyweight. I'm always chasing the greatest title, man. I'm always chasing the belt, the the legendary status. That's the goal, 100. And I, yo, I, and I feel like I'm already close, man. I'm the, I'm the guy that they said couldn't fight, shouldn't fight, and no way in hell he could figure out. And now people are, you know, what I'm saying their game plans are take my beating and then hope they can get me to the ground. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm only doing this three years, man. Like so. I feel like a, a, a little more focused, you know, like I got to stay locked in. I got to like, just like I was in football coming up, like not get ahead of myself. Don't get too cocky. Don't get, stay humble, but stay vicious. And bro, like in two years, man, I, I, I feel like I, I can make my, my, my serious legendary run. You know, and I got some work to put in first. I got some, some notches to, to, to put into my belt and some people to knock off, but I definitely feel like it's close and I want it. I love it, man. You said, you know, anybody can get it, but is there somebody specifically if you get, you know, through this fight that you've been watching, I and thinking you'd like to get a crack at? Bro, I feel like I, I don't have a good answer, man, but only simply because I want to fight Volkov, bro. I just want my lick back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't blame you, man. It's the, wrong fight. it's the wrong fight for me right now, but I, I want it. I, <laughs> no, man. I, I, as a fan, though, I love that, man. As a fan, I love it. I love that you like to stay active. I love that you got a little bit of pride to you, man. I like that. But, you know, uh, he's he's number four right now, and you're, you're working. What's that? That's a long way down the road, man. It's, it, it's there, though. It's there, though. I mean, but you look at it and how different things could be. You know, if you did edge that out, which you weren't far from, you know, if you did edge out that fight with him, you know, what would the career look like now? So do you feel like still, hey, I'm ready for any of those top guys? Give you a top 10 or even maybe a top yeah. five. Yeah. Like I said, bro, I'm right there. Like in two years, I wasn't talking about like in two years, I'm going to start making my run. I mean, like in two years, they're going to be talking about like, damn, he probably is the best heavyweight there okay. is. So the, the the run's about to start soon, man. This this fight is the, a big fight. It's it's going to prove pretty much that uh, I am exactly who the hell I said I am. And then we're going to start knocking off whoever they're going to give us. You know, and they're not going to keep, they're not going to feed me any trash you know there's no trash in the top 15 everybody's gonna come try to rip my head off or take me down and alexiolytic me and you know we're gonna eat their hearts out bro that's that's really the only option that's because they said the same thing with my amateurs they said the same thing with when i first came to the pros everybody tried it they took me down and then they got punched in the face like you know the biggest guy was uh, that san antonio cat he was making t-shirts <laughs> in the face and it's gonna happen like guys that's that's my new move I'm sick of the BS. I'm about to have to get back to where I can, you know, I got some tornado kicks coming for y'all. Okay. Switch kicks. I got some double tap joints. I got all kinds. Of, I got to open up the package, bro. I want to go for a video game for the fans. We'll, we'll talk. All right. All right. I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to hold you Only to two. it. You've been, you've been training with um, Justin Willis, right? Am I right about yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, he, we, he's pretty flashy guy. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. He's nice. And he's got a little wrestling background. He's a big guy. It was actually it was actually a pretty good fit, you know. We kind of we kind of exchanged back and forth, like 
I strike with him. That's good for him. You know, he uh, he wrestled me. Great, great for me. And it was yeah. some good really as two big strikers that, you know, like to work and do work. So Love it. I'm, I'm, I'll get a couple, a couple more bodies like that, man. And just, you know, keep, keep advancing on my partners and keep advancing on my training and work with better people to the point where I'm the better guy. Cool, man. How, how, uh, who else are you training with these days, helping you get ready for this next fight? Man, I kept kind of the same squad, but, you know, we had a Rashad Evans yeah. and his Tyron Spong. We, we work with him and uh, Gary Clark, you know, same boxing coach, same uh, same jiu-jitsu coach, Devin Moultrie. We're just trying to right now add uh, Dean Thomas is uh, out on the road right now, but he'll, he'll be back hopefully soon after this fight. And we're just kind of just trying to make sure we, the people we're adding are going to add solid input, man, so I can start eating the game and learning the game and becoming a, a mental fighter, you know, as well as a physical fighter. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah, I know you're doing jujitsu striking. Obviously, you're at the highest level. You're doing everything. But what do you get more gassed up to when you're going to practice, man? What gets you more out of bed when you know you got a grappling practice to go to or you got a striking class you got to do? Oh, it's striking for sure. It's, it's without a doubt. Just And it's simply because, you know, I put myself in there, like I challenged myself. Like I walked into ATT without knowing how to, what an underhook was or how to how to throw a punch. So like I have a, I have a bad habit of throwing myself in deep, deep water, man. Mm -hmm. And like my, my coach, my, my coach is like a three stripe black belt. Uh, Fury, uh, our coach Fury is like, a, I think he's a three time world brown belt champion. All right. Nice. That's <laughs> not Rashad. This is, so everybody, everybody in there is just torturing me, man. So when I go to wrestling or when I go to jujitsu, bro, it's a, it's a work day. Yeah, man. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes those brown belts man like they'll surprise you sometimes you, i mean what's it, I'm not mistaken mason flower right now i think that's his name he's the guy killing it on like this mission underground scene and tapping out yeah. black belts so i mean there's something to be said about those brown belts who haven't got their black belt yet so you gotta be careful bro you gotta be careful man yeah. the boy they're, they're they're fresher and more anxious than the black belts <laughs> yeah oh. No, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I, I did get my stripe on my white belt, though. I got one stripe. Oh, yeah, baby. Congrats. I'm moving, I'm moving up in the world. I'm moving that's, up in the world. Hey, that's all that matters. But, you know, the big thing is they got to take you down to be able to grapple with you. And you're a big guy. And so good luck to them. So, you know, I mean, for someone like me, I walk around 185 pounds. You know, I might need to know a little more takedown defense than you. But, uh, but yeah, I don't think you have, have to three Ain't going though. nowhere. <laughs> yeah i think you're rooted into the ground pretty well most of the time <laughs> oh man but uh you know uh as far as uh the fight preparations go you know you got the crowd coming up here how does that feel anything different leading up to this camp you know it's a big car there's some different external things going on but internally is it all mostly the same for you preparation wise pretty much other than you know just excitement coming off a loss always puts me in the mood to fight mm -hmm, i bet I'm, I'm super hyped up trying to like keep it relaxed yeah. no i know how you can get ahead of yourself being a competitive person especially someone like you that's been in the league with the nfl and now you're at the oh, yeah. highest stage here and you're gonna go play basketball so you know obviously you're a very competitive person man i mean uh do you keep up with the grappling scene right now i know you're you've been grappling for a while and you've been you know uh uh you know in I've been UFC so yeah I imagine you you know Mason Flower and keep up with submission underground are you a fan of the sport even though you don't like to really grapple in your fights do you enjoy watching grappling and just the art of grappling yeah. 
know? I enjoy grappling. It's just in practice, I get abused. So it's not as fun <laughs> going to open mat or, you know, going to flow rolling or something. No but good. no, I'm down for jujitsu, man. Jiu-jitsu. And, one, and one of my first coaches was 10th Planet uh, Brown Belt. And it was just, uh, yeah. It, it was fun, you know, because it, it was, it was, it's a lot of flow, a lot of creativity mm-hmm. up my alley, eclectic, kind of just in your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. uh, a uh, submission over position kind of, kind of situation. And that kind of got me to falling in love, kind of, and falling in love with like having fun with it as opposed to drilling, like, you know, normal, like, you know, like you're supposed to, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, that got me to follow underground and then. Uh, I've been following the world circuit until you know COVID, until COVID popped up, and then trying to get back on it now. And just, I like, I like, I like to see what those guys got, man. It's, 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 it's a, uh, I think that's like a, a super high level of competition too. Oh yeah, it's, it's, a, it's it very takes cool. a lot of power and, and muscle power to get that, especially with the gi, bro. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> so it's a different world, man, with the gi. Like that's a different world. You get the, that's crazy stuff. I mean, but. It, I mean, you you won't catch me in too many gi classes right now, man. I, I enjoy no gi like no other. That's my favorite thing. I grew up wrestling. I enjoy just grappling. But uh, the gi stuff's tough, man. It's tough. <laughs> but the unfortunate thing is, you know, like, it's a, if you want a belt, you know, you kind of really got Unless you're at 10th Planet, which my twin brother right now is at uh, 10th Planet San Diego with Boogie and all them out there. So, you know, they can belt without doing gi. But I don't really know anywhere else, especially over here in Charlotte, that you can belt without uh, without doing some gi. So it's necessary. <laughs> but, yeah, man, you know, as, as far as uh, – as that goes, are you? Is it? Does it interest you to ever get a, a submission victory in the UFC and uh, stick it to the haters? It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, told you, I got all kinds of stuff coming for you, bro. I might throw. I might throw. Oh, I'm gonna plot your way. I might throw a go-go plot of your way. I don't even know how. It depends on how I'm feeling, man. Like I said, I want to. Yo. You know how it is back back in the Charlotte David Panthers days, bro. Like when I get in my entertaining mode, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I might try to play kicker, bro. I don't know. I go. <laughs> Go block a punt, you know what I'm saying? Play yeah. gunner. What, what need, coach? Like, what, what y'all want to see? Like, yeah, you you caught a uh, you caught a touchdown in college. Um, Five of them joints. Who <laughs> yeah. was uh? Yeah, but no, you definitely uh, you definitely make things happen, man. So, uh, sure. for sure, man, for sure. Um, you know, as as far as uh, as Charlotte goes, when you were out here, were you watching UFC when you were in the in the league? Were you keeping up? Oh, with the yeah. The UFC was all we had on, bro. We would go to back when. Remember when? Uh, was it Wild Wings? Uh huh. Wild Wings was big in the. Uh, they always had the events, man. Yeah. Bro, like everybody, like it was like the only place that you could get it at, bro. I was there every weekend, man. It was oh, all man. the. Me and my yeah. boys, keto, keto, keto at MMA, bro. That's keto all we did. Yeah, all we did keto at MMA. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I um I had a little hole in the wall that like, cause if you had a uh if you if you were like a restaurant or a business and you rented the fights, you got like a bigger fee to pay if you were like advertising using the fights and everything. So I had a guy who 
I won't I won't mention him and air him out, but he had a he would put a poster up on his door, but that was like the only advertising he did, and then he'd buy it for like the normal price. And so everybody would be over there watching that thing, no cover fee or anything like that. We would always be up there when I was younger. But it's it's tough for me to watch it out there because I'm so into it. Obviously, I got this freaking podcast, but I just want to hear the I want to hear the smacks. I want to hear everything. Like I gotta be glued to the couch when I'm watching the UFC, man. So but I'll go out every now and then, man, and uh, and, and we do something publicly, man. But, you know, if you're ever back in Charlotte, let me know, man. I'll show you my little hole in the wall, man. We got some good stuff. And I'll show you a couple places to roll, man. There's uh, I haven't been – I just came out of shoulder surgery, but Jim O and Gastonia right here near Charlotte. Um, Chris Wyman has been trained there. Anthony Smith popped in. Uh, but then there's some regulars, like, some lighter guys and stuff but yeah man if you ever need a place to roll in the carolinas man hit up breeze i got you man i'm gonna hit you up next time i slide through brother we'll get it in all right for sure man for sure man as far as mma goes you know like we said you got a lot of time left in it you feel like you know you said you feel like all cylinders are kind of firing now and kind of come coming together do you feel like you're peaking yet or you feel like man there's just still so much to grow so much to show i'm still a child in this sport man that's why i still call myself the prince of war you know, like okay. I got, got some wins. I got some. I got some accomplishments. You know, I, I, I had the uh, I tied for the first in heavyweights most fights. Like I did some stuff, and it's just like, sure. but still, feeling wasn't there. It was like I still feel like a young Naruto, bro. Like I'm, I got some stuff to master, man, before I can really unlock the beast in there. And I feel like when that happens, I'm gonna be the king of war, man. And that's that's when you're gonna see the entertainment value. I just got to keep adding it up. You know, keep putting it together. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Good stuff. Are you, uh, are you thinking you'll end your career with the UFC when it's all said and done? You think uh, you'll retire there or will you kind of maybe uh, just see who's willing to pay you some? Hey man, we got some, we got some time. It's going to be a decade. A decade. All right. Decade with the UFC still. I love it. I'll be there. I'll watch. I, like I said, we might, I want to do some boxing too, man. We're going to do some, some kickboxing maybe like yeah once like i said once i get a hang of this bro like i'm gonna start actually enjoying this stuff and enjoying practice and moving around like i'm, I'm willing to try everything yeah what do you take about I, the celebrity boxing stuff i'm straight on all that i'm not a celebrity <laughs> what if what if so uh, some i can never pull a floyd because i don't have his money but i can for d-a-m-n sure tell you i'm one of the baddest men on the planet athletically and i would never fight a a, a, a narc a non-athletic regular person. Really? I can't do it. It's a yeah. danger to hell. Yeah, 100%. Bro, if you stay up, I got, I got like my first six fights are under like a minute. <laughs> There's no way in hell I should be fighting a celebrity. It would be terrible. No, no man. It's it's uh, it's wrong. <laughs> it's just wrong. And, you know, that's my personality too, bro. Like, I want to fight the big dude. I want to fight the, I want to fight whoever's the baddest, man. That's, so I can be the baddest, man. Like, yeah. fighting a celebrity. Yeah. And then I, and then I do want the same check. I want the same check, though. Actually, yeah. I want a bigger. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, man. I mean, I, I, do you you cast any judgment on Floyd for making this fight with Logan Paul coming up happen? What is, what is your perception on that? We don't cast judgment on nobody, man. Everybody, everybody okay. gets it how they get it. Do your own flavor, bro. Especially in this world today, man. It's hard out here, bro. So 100%. 100%. I'm, I'm the chance ambassador out here, but. I do not put myself in that. I would not put myself in that position in, in, in any, in any, any way, any time for any reason, especially when I'm at least a billion up. 
But, you know, I can't, I'm not a billionaire. I'm not a hundred millionaire. So I can't think to understand his thoughts. Just like, you know, I can't expect people to think, understand how I think sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is, it's weird though, right? Yeah. No, it's I feel, like, I feel like, like in my head, at one point I was like, bro, I should have just did the uh, CM Punk thing. I should have just came out. <laughs> like, if I, this is what it's about. But then I'm like, nah, man, I, I like my respect. Yeah. I like my respect. And cheers to you, man. Cheers to you for coming out as a as a football player and and actually taking it seriously and being disciplined and doing the mental parts as well as the physical fun stuff. You know, cheers to you for actually becoming a, a martial artist, man. I mean, you're actually at the top of the top, proving you're a talented, uh, versatile athlete, you know, so my hat's off to you, man. You you always have my view when you tune into the fights. Um, and, you know, I appreciate you tuning in. I won't hold you too much longer, but I do want to just lastly ask, you know, on the card that you're in with such star power, who do you have taken this trilogy with Connor and uh, Dustin? And uh, and how do you see that one playing out? I'm going to be real, real with you, man. I was at ATT. I'm not there no more. But I'm a gang guy. So I got to go with Dustin. All right. <laughs> He's, he trains hard. Like he proved it. He proved it last time that he wasn't playing, and he's got that dog about him, bro. Like I'm, like that's 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 my style of fighting, man. Anybody with that dog, like it's hard when they get on top. Like they don't get they don't get satisfied. They get hungry. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like there's a beating coming for the Mystic Mac, man. All right, all right, I feel it. And you know, last prediction from you, just for your fight, man. When do you see that? How do you see that ending? And uh, what round do you think that's going down? I give him about three minutes, 50 seconds, first round. Three minutes, 50 seconds. Yeah, all right. I'm, I might just put some money on that exact second just for that's, – uh, That's probably about, that's probably about how long it take me. 3.50. All right, cool. Sounds like a plan, and I won't be surprised if it happens. But <laughs> – Appreciate you, man. And uh, good luck with your fight. We'll chat soon. All right. Bless up, bro. Appreciate your time, man.